This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs, introducing the new Firehouse Pub Steak Sub with savory steak, crispy fried onions, and our rich Belgian beer cheese sauce. On tap for a limited time. Order yours at firehousesubs.com today. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2018 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.13% of every purchase. Yo! What's going on, man? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. How... I haven't heard from you in a while. Where you, Where you been? I dropped off the face of the earth a little bit. <laughs> but in a good way, in a, in a, in a productive, uh, reinvigorating, energizing way, you know. Oh, that's good. So what did you do for New Year's? I was working, and then I went out and had uh, one last binge because uh, I gave up drinking along with women and distractions of all sorts for 2016. So, you know, I had to tie one on with a vengeance my last time. <laughs> wow, so giving up drinking. Yeah, man. You know what? That's not really a bad idea. It's It never is, really. I mean, it's only been a couple of weeks, and I feel great. I mean, I find myself, like, sniffing other people's drinks just to kind of get that aroma in my nostrils. But there's nothing yeah. unhealthy about sniffing other people's drinks, is there? Nothing weird about that. No, of course not. <laughs> so what made you – what was the uh, what was the impetus of doing that? Uh, well, I really just want to make another movie, man, and I've been – obsessed and allowing myself to get a little bit obsessed and a little bit fanatical about doing everything I can to make uh, a script uh, that I've just been finishing and to make it this year. Uh, okay. You know, I've been trying to make uh, I Love You, I Miss You Goodbye for three years and I had no fucking luck at all. Right. And that's been draining me, to say the least. Sure. So I got a new script that we're all excited about and we're going we're gonna to do it on the cheap. I'm not going to try and raise a million dollars, just going to try and scrape together enough money to to do it to make something yeah any uh any any peek into what that topic's gonna be oh yeah 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 it's uh the script's called a bellevue love story and uh hmm. you know it's a romantic drama about a manic and a depressive that fall asleep uh love uh in a mental hospital in 1979 hmm. and you know it's got a nice big cast of very interesting characters obviously but you know, it, it addresses kind of the similarities between falling in love and going crazy and kind of the reparative qualities that, that having healthy love in your life can have as opposed to just, you know, shoving medication down your throat and mm. treating all sorts of depression and stuff with drugs instead of actually solving the problem. Ah, the American dream. That's it. Big, <laughs> big pharmacy, plenty of Prozac and Zoloft and, and uh, big profit margins. But uh, it's... It's a fun script, man. It's uh, mm. it's going to be a great role for me to play, um, and you know it's something that all takes place in one hospital. So okay. once I get that hospital, everything else is uh, doable, I think. Interesting. So um, you, I mean, you have a cast in mind, or do you already have a cast set? Or I, like... I'm kind of piecing it together now, mm -hmm. and I'm getting closer. Uh, you know, I made maybe tomorrow with all my friends in my Rolodex, and right. I love that. I, I really, really, truly love that part of it. Right. And, you know, I spent three years worrying about getting names and marketing my next film so I can sell my next film and right. blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. But this year, I'm gonna, you know, I'm just going to do, do what I like, which is make a, a film with 
all my talented friends who are not working as much as they should be. Gotcha. Uh, that being said, there's a lot of people, there's probably like four or five roles that I, I don't know personally, or mm-hmm. I have to go out and find them, but you know, I know enough people in the acting community where I should be able to, to find all the, all the, all the right talent. Wow. I mean, th- yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, the, you know, film is such a thing where it's easy to get gone down that road of the commercial place and, yeah. and just get stuck on that roadblock. So, yeah. it, you know, I think the, the best part of film is just doing it, just, just, just doing it and just yeah. getting it. And there's really, there's no reason not to do it anymore, man. Like my, yesterday, me and my DP friend who's going to DP the project were trying out his new Steadicam rig mm-hmm. and he bought it online. He bought it for 400 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a Steadicam guy and maybe tomorrow his rig costs 30,000. Um, you know, he bought a black, my, my buddy bought a black magic camera for 1200 bucks. Mm-hmm. It looks great. Mm-hmm. It's tiny. Uh, and he's got all his own equipment. Like there's no excuse to not go out and make a movie. There's just no excuse anymore and i think you know tangerine is it tangerine the the iphone film which you know i I wasn't a fan of but uh, if that didn't prove to the world that you can really make a movie uh using anything then nothing will i'm not saying that's entirely a good thing because i don't think every single person with an iphone should make a feature film because at least the opportunity and the access (laughs) is there exactly the opportunity is there and there's really no not go out and make your movie if, if you if you're Surrounded by enough talented people to make a good movie, there's no reason not to. So I saw you were looking for um, locations for what for the casting call, or was that? Are you going to actually be shooting in this? Like you're looking for places to shoot? What's no? I'm uh, I'm just doing a photo shoot with uh, who I think is going to be the the main actress. Gotcha. Uh, just to have some 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 imagery for uh, the website social media and for our fundraising that mm. we're going to be doing for the next couple of months. Mm. Did you find that, did you find that space yet or, or no? Uh, I think I did. Okay. I think I did. Uh, I have a couple options. Uh, I definitely have one that is cheaper and, you know, I'm doing this all out of pocket. So sure. cheap, cheap and effective is always the operable uh, terms. I might um, have someone to connect you with that might, um, if I ask him, he might be willing to let you use the studio for nothing. Um, and what the best part about it is, he's a filmmaker and he has awesome equipment. I mean, awesome. He's like got, in the studio? He has a studio. It's on 26th Street. I did an event there, actually. And in the back, of, if you go into the back of his offices, he, he actually shoots, um, you know, commercials he shoots high-end fashion videos he oh, so shoots, he's probably got a green screen he's got a green screen he's got red cameras he's got he's got a really nice little setup and um he does high production stuff so and he's really nice he's like the nicest guy he he basically is like if i like you know if someone comes to me and says hey i want to can i use this can i use that and he thinks it's like something interesting or cool He's like, yeah, sure. Just come on in. Let's figure out a time and place for you to use it, and let's just, you know, just do it. So I'll put you in touch with him. He's a really nice guy. He, That'd be great, man. Um, if you get a chance to check out uh, Contra Studios, Contra, like the '90s video game. Yeah. All right. Um, check it out online. If you think that space will work for you and stuff, I'll put you in touch with him. 
That'd be great, man. Thank you. Yeah, because I, yeah, dude, I, I know exactly what you mean. Trying to just, you know, say, look, enough of the high line way of doing things. Yeah, I'm, I'm going, I'm going old school, gritty, dirty, and, and just get it done. So, and you know, when you're making a, a movie in a mental hospital, it's not about making it look all mm-hmm. shiny and sexy. Like you want some dirt, you want some grit, you want some rough edges. Right. Um. So, you know, so no excuses. Tough- well, so how tough do you think it's going to be to get the um, the hospital? I'm people who knows people, Darren. Right, I'm working on it. <laughs> I already got a beat on a beat on a place. So uh, actually, um, well, I mean, you know, so I have someone who works in the hospital, a couple people. So, but they're in Jersey, so I don't know if it'll work for you. But um, I mean, I can I can ask them. Let me let me let me put that favor on hold because okay. I'm going to uh, I'm going to check out a space uh, in two weeks, um, and it's a pretty good connection. So oh, okay, I think cool. it might actually work out. Um, That's good. But I'll 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 keep that in mind. Thank you. So what else are you planning on doing for 2016? Any any other thoughts as far as you know acting is concerned? Uh, acting, you know, I'm still waiting for people to hire me, and they're just not. Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not happening. It's just not happening. The phone's not ringing, buddy. Do you have but a manager? Not- like what? Like how? How do you? How do you get your jobs normally? You go. You have an agent, a manager. How do you? Like, I have had a litany of underwhelming agents and managers over the years mm-hmm. that like me and think highly of my work, but just haven't been able to get me in the room for projects I want to be a part of. And wow. I. I not to be pessimistic, Debbie Downer here, but I don't see that changing in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, that's one of the things that I'm just kind of, I'm not, not to sound too negative, but I've just accepted it, uh, which is why I'm creating my own content. You know, I'm creating my own opportunities. And yep. I think, uh, yep. again, this role that I'm, that I wrote for myself, it's really going to be a lot of fun. It's a dynamic role. And, if this film gets any visibility, you know, who knows? Maybe right. an agent, you know, might want to actually uh, work with me that can actually get me auditions for paying work. I mean, wouldn't that be incredible? <laughs> and, o- and only after two decades in the business. Yeah. My God. Well, now you know why I got out of it. Right? Yeah, man, I don't blame you. you know it, it was either continue on that road or just go ahead and make your own way. So I, I yeah. I, I totally, you know what I was talking to, I was saying to somebody the other day, I was like, it would be cool if someone was to come up with, so you know um, the platforms like Periscope and, and Meerkat, the, like the streaming, the new streaming platforms that they have yep. right now. I always thought someone should create like a, a like a, a, a drama on there, you know, like some kind of live drama where. Or maybe even a comedy, because maybe it'll work better with a comedy, because what you can do is, as people are talking to you on the stream, it's almost like a live show where... Like people, an interactive theatrical thing. Yeah, where people give you suggestions for the characters, like, aim, and you choose to use or not use it, you know what I mean? That's cool. That I think it would be... It's not a bad idea at all. You know, but yeah. I, I wonder how you would, like, how it would... I think you kind of need, like, a mod, moderation somewhere in there, you know what I mean? Where, yeah, yeah, something to keep it on the tracks, otherwise yeah. it just disintegrate into chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, with all these new forms of, you know, content, it was just like, there's only... 
I just hope that there's people out there trying to, you know, be innovative for how how it's being used. I'm yeah. trying to get into VR right now, virtual reality. So, um, because I I think that might be interesting. I don't know what it's going to do for film because I don't think it's really cut out for it, except for like maybe documentaries, maybe, but or you know, select few action. But I think it would just be too hard to slice and dice it up. But yeah, um, you know what yeah. I mean. So, I was on a call last night with someone, um, this filmmaker, Dawn Westlake, and she was showing me this new camera she's using for, um, like, uh, what do you call it, like, spherical content, spherical video, which is kind of interesting. Is there any kind of, like, new camera, like, I know, like, CES came out with a bunch of different things, or any, like cameras or tech that you like on your wish list like if someone tomorrow said mike i've got a check for you i'm gonna buy you whatever cameras or technology you want what would be the first thing on your list yeah i mean the the, you know the aria alexa is such a sexy camera it's just uh, you know that would be i think that's on a lot of people's digital Mm -hmm. wish list kind of like the uh the gold standard of of digital cinema right now but Mm -hmm. I gotta tell you, man, this the 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 Black Magic camera. If, for for the money, the size, the the versatility of it, the uh, the d- dynamic range of, of the images, it's really it's pretty crazy, and you can take it just about anywhere. Really, and it's available in two point five and four K, which both have their pros and cons. Uh, and I think they're coming out with a six K too. Wow! But it's it's. You know, it's smaller than my iPhone, and it's really it's, yeah, it's really pretty pretty remarkable. Um, you know, we had we almost had we had some issues balancing the Steadicam yesterday because it was too light. Oh. Um, it's too small, but again, I think that's that's a great problem when you're talking about you know really really truly indie filmmaking. Yeah, portability. Sometimes yeah. guerrilla filmmaking and sometimes illegal filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to have something that small and uh, that kind of where you can just really get into any crack and crevice and disappear in a crowd. Wow, I mean, I've not used, I've not seen one actually. I've I've seen them on, you know, obviously on the videos and stuff like that, but I've not seen one live yet. But I remember when seeing it when it came out, I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. I was surprised that something so small would be so, you know, yeah. you know what I mean, so diverse and. Yeah. Um, really, it just goes to show you the, you know, like you going back to your original point. Really, no reason not to be able to make a film because the technology has not just caught up; it's gone past us. Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, and again, I'm the same thing. I just, I actually just saw Tangerine. Um, what do you think? It was, it was, it was. Um, <laughs> It was. What's the adjective you're looking for? It was. It was better than I expected, but not what like the hype that everybody exactly. did. Exactly. You know I what mean, I mean? You know, it's it's Im- I, I it's an impressive feat. Um, should it have been at Sundance? Should it be nominated for all these awards? Should it? You know, people have actually been saying that it was snubbed by the Oscar community. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, I, I couldn't even get through it, to be honest with you. Maybe it's the subject matter. It's, you know, I have a hard time relating to 
cross-dressing po- prostitutes getting irritated <laughs> on. But that's just me. That's me. <laughs> Maybe for other people, they're like, oh, finally, a slice well, of... you know, there's a market for that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I think it's an enormous achievement to, to make a feature film using an iPhone and to get it out into the world. So, you know, kudos to the director. I just, you know, didn't enjoy it. Any, uh, any films coming up in Oscar time that you particularly enjoyed? Yeah, I mean, I, I love The Big Short. You know, I've not seen it yet. I, Definitely um, go see it. I, I need this. I, I'm actually, I was trying to go see it this weekend, but it's supposedly going to be a snowstorm, so I'm, I guess it's not going to happen. But, um, yeah, that that's kind of on my list of stuff that's, to see. That was my favorite film this year so far. Oh, I have, really? I still haven't seen Hateful Eight or Re- Revenant because I need to see it on a uh, a big screen. I need to see Hateful Eight on seventy millimeter. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love The Big Short. Uh, I, I liked Spotlight a lot. Mm. Have you Max- seen The Room? I just saw The Room recently. How was uh, that? She's amazing. She was remarkable. Yeah. The kid's phenomenal. It's a really interesting story, mm. um, and it's very well done. Uh, I just didn't love it. I didn't, mm. you know, have the visceral emotional response. Uh, that I usually like to have at the end of a movie. Mm. That's when I. That's what separates liking films from loving it for me. It's like if at the end um, I, I feel that yank, uh, either at my heartstrings or that kind of feeling in my gut, like oh man, that's that's a, that's a powerful uh, climax to the film. Like I need to have some sort of thing at the end of it. And Carol, which is a lovely film, mm. also it was the same way. I didn't real. I didn't feel that. Okay. And again, I'm not a lesbian woman in 1937. Like I can't, again, you know, I'm not belittling that that storyline. But again, I don't really respond to that. So, with that said, what what what's a film that you that you you know would say that you really just really did it for you, like that, on that level? Uh, from this year's crop of films, no, all any 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 time. Oh man! Well, I'm you know I, I'll, I mean I'll keep it current. Like The Martian, I okay. thought. Like yeah, how do you not root for a guy stranded on? <laughs> He's always being rescued, though. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like you know, makes jokes and grows potatoes. You know, uh, <laughs> Steve Jobs. I, I I just think you know Aaron Sorkin's obviously brilliant with dialogue, but he also finds a way to kind of work in some 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 heart underneath all that cerebral writing mm. and have you seen Steve Jobs not yet no you know the moment at the end I just it it I fall up it's like I it, he, it gets me so hard hmm. if you watch that film because he's such an asshole the whole movie yeah. you know and again this is Danny Boyle and, right. and Aaron Sorkin recreating Steve Jobs but he's such a prick the whole movie and there's a one moment, one gesture at the end of the film where you're like, "Oh my god, he's a he's a fucking human," and it just really just tears you apart. Hmm. But um, interesting. You know, yeah, yeah. So I'm still uh, I'm still looking forward to seeing the Revenant and watch you know Leo crawl around, <laughs> bison and drooling or dying almost, and all that fun stuff. Well, everybody says that the bear should get the Oscar instead of him, but that's yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> So I I'm, I got to see it first. I, that's kind of a movie I, I'm actually going to try to see it, um, this week. Um, yeah, you should because uh, I just want to see how good the bear was. So yeah, you know. did you see uh, Hateful Eight or no? I did see that. What'd you think? Um, and I told someone else this the other day. I said it's 
it's not what you expect from a Tarantino film, and that's not necessarily bad or a bad. bad thing. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it's it's a I don't know how to explain. I mean, if you if I when I walked out of theater, I didn't have an opinion on whether I liked it or not. Yeah, I didn't hate it though, I and mean, I didn't think it was bad at all. And it, you know, there was like performances in it that I thought were good. Um, and, you know, of course, Samuel Jackson is always Sam Jackson. And, yep. um, Christoph Waltz always. Yeah, Christoph Waltz. Waltz. I, I, lo- I mean, anything he does is just always just good. And, yeah. Um, but it was definitely different, a different feel from walking out of, say, Kill Bill or Reservoir Dogs. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Someone told me that it was, you know, basically Reservoir Dogs in the Frontier days. You disagree with that? Oh, wow, that's a good question. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kinda, yeah. Had a different feel for you, huh? I told somebody. I said, well, to me, it feels like like an old seventies or sixties detective movie slash old like Clint Eastwood on crack movie. Okay. You know, like this, yeah. like a Western that just was frozen in time in some, in one room. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know, just very thick with that kind of like machismo. It was good. It was very good, though. I mean, in the sense yeah, yeah, yeah. that, you know, I, you know, you weren't disappointed that like, oh, what is this? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely something that I would have never, like if someone didn't tell me Tarantino did this, I would have been like, surprised to hear that he did i was just like whoa you know yeah so uh, you know it is what it is but um I, and anything any any films you're looking forward to seeing uh this year uh right now it's just uh th- those two on my list i mean i've gone through just about every other screener have you seen now i'm going to ask you this and it's got nothing to do with you know the cinematic quality of all but Star Wars. Have you seen Star oh, Wars? I, I want to see it again. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw it twice, dude. You did? Yeah, I, like, it very rarely is a movie that much fun where I'm like, I want to fucking go see that again. I want to go see that again in a theater. Well, it was funny because I um, I went to see it with my girlfriend the first time. And um, so she, we're sitting in the theater. It was a dining theater. So we're sitting there waiting for the yep. trailers to start. And she turns to me and I said, so, she goes, are you excited? I said, yeah, of course I'm excited to be here. I said, you? She goes, so what's this about again? I was like, you know who Darth Vader is, right? I don't want to sound cold, but uh, Dumper, Dumper yesterday. I said, you're not making a strong case. (laughs) You're not making a strong case for staying around. I mean, I had to go and literally give her a history of Star Wars. You got it a little bit, yeah. I said, what? I said, I'm going to make you sit and watch all of them. Yeah. Even the three that I hated. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it was good. And I, I'm I'm kind of mad, though, because now I have to wait, you know, two years for the next one to come out. And I don't want to wait. So I may go see it again at some it's point. Dude, I'll go with you, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think we... Did you see uh, IMAX 3D? Do you see regular? Of course, dude. I, yeah, I saw it. If I'm that was one movie. Once in a while, like, two years ago was Gravity. Last year was Interstellar. I'm like, yep. once in a while, there's a movie that's so big, you got to see it. Yep. Biggest possible format. I will, I, I, these days now, when I... Like, I don't go to the movies that often. Me so neither. if I yeah. go, it 
if I'm not going to see it in IMAX 3D, I'm not going to see it. Yeah. Because it's just, you know, movies are expensive, dude. I can't. It is. And, like, you know, between SAG and the Writers Guild, I get at pretty much every Oscar movie uh, every year. So it's, oh, just, right. it's just too convenient for me to just, you know, pop in a DVD. Yep. Um, it's, you know, and I know it, it's obvious, it's always better to see it in a cinema. But, um, but I don't have the time or the money. You know? time or money yeah, time money's more. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm going to ask you five. I'm going to ask you a couple questions here. Okay. A uh, rap, little rapid fire, you know, just some fun stuff here. I like it. <clears throat> so five things that we'd find in your workspace right now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have uh, my chalkboard mm. where I kind of map, map out every story. Wow. You have a chalkboard, like an actual chalkboard? I'm sorry, board? not chalkboard, a corkboard. It's a cork oh, okay, I was going to say that. That I made from all the corks I saved when I used to wait tables. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I, I have a, a painting and a picture of the view from the porch of my childhood home. Oh, wow. It's, nice. very, soo- it's very soothing to me. Hmm. I have a picture of my adopted sister at the age of three giving me the finger. It's really cute. I mean, it sounds sadistic, but it's quite adorable. <laughs> I have a bunch of um, inspirational quotes on my corkboard that I kind of just look at whenever I'm realizing that this industry sucks and it's been kicking my ass for 15 years, <laughs> and I need a little pick-me-up. <laughs> wow. Okay. I've got um, a bunch of Old English bottle caps because whenever I start a new script, I get a 40 of Old English it helps me in the outlining process. Don't ask. Dude, I, I've gained new respect for you there. <laughs> a man who knows his 40s. That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> um, are you an early riser or a late riser? I um, typically try to be somewhere in the middle. I mean, I, I, like, I prefer writing into the night. Hmm. And, uh, you know, bartending still pays the bills, so I tend to be later into the night. But I do like to get up early enough to have something of a day. But I'm not getting up at 6 o'clock doing yoga, going for a run, and then having a fruit <laughs> smoothie. It's not oh, happening. So you're not the I, 6 a.m. power? I'm not that guy, no. <laughs> Definitely not. So tomorrow's the end of the world. What album are you listening to tonight? Oh, what album for the end of the world? Jesus, I don't know. Do you want like something really you know, dark and depressing to open the mood or do I want something upbeat? Yeah. You see, there's the, there, there, that's, see, that's, that's the thing, right? You, what, what, what is it? What's your mood like? You know, you I have. think I go, I think I go out fighting filled with venom and, 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 and <laughs> so I put in rage against the machine. Oh, good one. Good one. A, li- a live album, you know, oh. for, for extra juice and to get a nice mix of all their stuff. Nice. That's, that's where I go. I like that. Yeah. Go down fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so what would be one word that your friends would use to describe you? And committed. Hmm. Now committed as in you know mental institution or committed? Uh, no, that'll be for the shoot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I shoot the film, yeah. Committed. I think, you know, committed because I tend to, I work very hard and I put my work above a lot of other things, including spending time with them, and I think they they all know that, and hmm. you know, resent and appreciate it, I guess. Hmm. And for the last, uh, last, you'd have to ask them though. Maybe they call me asshole. Yeah, maybe, no, we, maybe that's we, the word. We <laughs> it might be. Yeah. It might be asshole. I don't asshole. know. <laughs> um, and if you could go back in time and talk to Mike at uh, age eighteen, what piece of advice would you 
would you give them? Honestly, I wouldn't tell me to do anything differently. Really? Because I was such a, a, a monumental fuck-up at 18. Hmm. Um, I really was. I was like a world-renowned fuck-up. Any, any way you could possibly screw up or get into trouble, I did when I was that age. Hmm. And like the movie I'm making this year is based on shit I went through at that age because I had some interesting uh, hospital experiences at that age. Mm. Uh, but I'll get into that later. That's another podcast. <laughs> but I had such a weird and diverse kind of upbringing in terms of all the experiences I had, all the screw-ups I had, that it totally formed me into the type of person, the type of artist that I am now. So I would I would tell them, you know, keep, keep getting into trouble, you know? Right. See what those... Those drugs and those arrests take you. See where all these weird ideas you have in your head take you. Um, <laughs> or maybe I'd go back and I'd say, you know what? Be an attorney, and there'll be there won't be 15 years of heartbreak. You'll get two weeks vacation paid every year, and <laughs> you won't you won't be poor your whole adult life. I don't know, but no, I think I I, I don't think there's anything I would have done differently, honestly. I it's, weird, it's weird to say that. But. I'd go back and tell myself, invent Google. Uh, <laughs> here, here's the code. Uh, Be friends with Mark Zuckerberg. There you go, right? <laughs> but have a good lawyer. Yeah, yeah well, that would probably be the only Have a good lawyer no matter what you do. That's true. Uh, all right, man. Well, thanks for getting on the call. And yeah, man. Good talking to you. Enough. And uh, let's uh, schedule some Star Wars time. Let's do that. Seriously. Let's do that. I'm trying to see it again. Yeah, because I've seen it. I saw it on the Thursday it opened. I went on Saturday afterwards and went and see it. And then I was, yesterday I was like, you know, I think it's almost time to go see it again. <laughs> so, I think you're right. I think it is time. All right. So, you know, let's uh, let's gather the truth. Try to make that go. happen. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. All right. Good I'll, talking to you, Darren. I'll talk to you soon. And, uh, oh, and, uh, and I'll let you know when this is live. Sounds good. All right, cool. Thanks a lot, man. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Hey, New York. For a limited time at VisionWorks, you can get two complete pairs of glasses, frames, lenses, the works for just $49 on single vision glasses and $89 on progressives. And that's a good deal. But we offer that pricing on over 500 frames, which makes it a great deal. Right now, buy two complete pairs of single vision glasses for just $49 or two pairs of progressives for only $89. VisionWorks, we're here to help you. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Offer expires November 10th.